What's up, family? Welcome to Speak. It is time for the kickoff. We have to talk about what is going on in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, he's been given a new head, a new offensive coordinator. He's been given new money. He's been given new wide receivers. He's been given a whole lot, and we got to dissect it all. Headed to the desk. That's for you, Jay. Oh, my dog got hands. Got hands. On the far end. <laughs> this is Speak Far End Super Bowl champion, James Jones. How we living? Down, living the dream, man. It's all good. We are all living a dream. The brilliant Dr. Joy Taylor, how are we? I'm great. Joy great. Taylor, great. Eagles all-time rushing leader. Needs no introduction, but I got to introduce him anyway. Two-time Super Bowl champ, LaShawn McCoy. Let's get it started with first and ten. It's first down, first topic. We rolling. Odell Beckham Jr. says the Ravens offense can be explosive. And Lamar Jackson has a big role in that. Lamar has been suggesting plays to new offensive coordinator Todd Munkin, and they've been using them in practice. Take a listen. They don't have confidence in what we do. You're really in trouble. So I think that's a step in the right direction. And when players have ideas or thoughts or suggestions, um, it's been my background of, hey, let's take a look at it. Let's take a look at what you see. I was talking to a head coach uh, a month and a half ago. I was on a flight back from Mexico. He was actually on the flight with me. And he said this. He said, coaches ruin players much more often than players ruin coaches. Mm -hmm. He was like, oftentimes, if you see a, a player falling short, it's because of the coach, not the other way around. I love hearing offensive coordinator Todd Munkin saying, Lamar Jackson takes the iPad to him and he says, hey, coach, I like this, I like that. Let's run it. No but James, do you think Lamar has been given too much power? Absolutely not. You're talking about 260 M's, right? That's what they gave him. Yes, sir. Right? With more money comes more problems, more responsibility. So all of that needs to be on Lamar Jackson's shoulders. And for me, I love this. Number one, this is telling me that you're really breaking down stuff in the film room. You know the weapons that you have on the outside. You're trying to get these guys into one-on-one situations, trying to get the ball in their hands to be explosive. And I love it because... You're right. A lot of coaches are stuck in their own ways. You don't want to listen to your players because you don't want to change your philosophy. This is what we're doing. I don't care what your position is. This is how we're going to run this. So for Munkin to be like, hey, let's put some of this stuff to use that you are giving me. Number one, that gets confidence as, as a quarterback with your offensive coordinator that they listening to you and you're going to go out here and ball out. I absolutely love it. They're not giving Lamar Jackson too much. I think this is just what Lamar Jackson needs. They gave him the coach. They gave him the players to put more on his shoulders to be a better football player. In any profession, there's always collaboration between stars and management. That's just the way it goes. The artist wants to play this song a certain way, wants to wear this outfit on, on stage. Okay, well, we got to get this cleared with the record company or whatever. The, the star of the movie wants to improvise on this line. There has to be collaboration. They have to feel bought in. You have to provide a little bit of artistic flexibility, if you will. And that applies to sports as well. He feels passionate about something. Lamar, he comes to his OC. I want to try and use this play or I, I, wanna, I want them to run this, this route or let's change this up. It doesn't, doesn't mean you have to do it, but if you don't listen, when it doesn't, when what you're telling him to do doesn't work in a game, see, I tried to do this, but you said we had to do this and it didn't work. <laughs> By the way, that star is the one that's going to have to implement this offense and improvise in real time if it doesn't work in real time. So I, I, never, I don't look at these type of situations as giving someone too much power or giving away too much control. It's about collaboration. You should be on the same page with your OC. You should feel confident in what you're doing and confident that you have the flexibility to change something if you see something different than they're seeing. No, I, I truly love it. I mean, when I heard that Monkin was given, you know, some of the, the powers to Lamar from when he wants different plays put into the uh, offense, I loved it because 
everywhere I've been at when, with winning, with, with good coaching, Andy Reid, with good quarterbacks, um, they always get some type of adjustments from, from the player, especially the franchise quarterback. For example, look at um, Patrick Mahomes, right? The way he plays the game is typically not how Andy Reid calls it, honestly, right? I remember when I asked Coach Reid, like, dang, what's special about Patrick Mahomes? He said, you know what? What I did with him is he has the arm strength, has the ability to, to, he's very elusive, get out the pocket, make his plays. He said, I went all the way back to Texas Tech to get some of his best plays. He did great. Then I implement that into the office that he has to working together, right? And then sometimes he said, well, Pat, hey, man, what do you feel? What do you like? I'll give you another story. When I was with the Bucks, we won a championship in 2020. Bruce Arians is in left, Coach Leftwich, they're bigger on their own, you know, play calls or offense. They've been doing it for so long, they've been doing very well at it. And Tom's coming from new offense over there from New England and coming to the Bucks. It was a new thing for him to learn. Mm-hmm. When we really started rolling, it's after the bye week when guys got healthy mm-hmm. and they actually let Tom Brady put some of his offense yeah. that he's comfortable with, that he likes, that he loves. Hey, I've seen this in practice. Let's do this. Hey, I watched tape. We can do a little bit more of this. Yeah. You put them offense together, Bruce Arians and Tom Brady, and that's when you start rolling. We ran, we ran off like eight wins in a row because now your franchise quarterback He's comfortable. That's it. That's right? the word right there. You want him to be as comfortable as possible because he, he is going to take your team and your offense to the promise. Let me ask you a question then, 2-5. You, t- you mentioned Tom Brady, greatest quarterback, at least as it pertains to winning ever. You mentioned Patrick Mahomes, one this, of the greatest quarterbacks. You, you can just say greatest quarterback of all time. I didn't want to disrespect Pat. I, I, I understand. You ain't disrespect nobody. They know what it is. I understand. I understand. I apologize. I understand what you're saying. That's on me. Don't apologize. That's on me. He's sorry. He's sorry. I'm sorry. But what Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady have both done is won Super Bowl. Yeah. Plural. Lamar Jackson has yet to win an AFC championship game. He's yet to get to an AFC championship game. So, Shady, very quickly, I must ask you, has Lamar Jackson earned the right to have that much power? Because as it pertains to team success, you haven't seen him go that far. So how can I say, you know what, Lamar? I trust that you should get a new OC. I trust you when you say you need this, you need that, because I haven't seen you take me that far. It's not even about the words. It's about when we, when we decide to make you a franchise quarterback, not because you're MVP, because we gave you $260 million, that's what it was. That's what it Once was. we decide to give you that, right, you make the most on the team. It's your team now. Yeah. So we want you to be as comfortable as possible. So now going forward, hey, we're going to win with Lamar, we're going to lose with Lamar. I mean, let's, let's keep it real. He's, he's but the second most winningest quarterback in the game right now. Percentage he's like out. 45 and 16 as a starter. Yeah. So knowing all them things, he wins games. Why wouldn't you put the keys in his hand? But the, but the main thing is comfortable, mm-hmm. right? When you have a quarterback coming up to the offensive coordinator saying, let's do these things, right? That means he's watching the film. That means he's putting in the time and he's comfortable with what he's coming up there to tell you that he wants to get into in games, right? So for as an, as an offensive coordinator, the main thing, the very first thing you need to do to get the best out of your quarterback is to make sure he's comfortable yep. and knowing exactly what he's doing when he's out there on the football field. And if you got a guy bringing plays and concepts to you to make himself more comfortable, it's only going to benefit the coach. With great power, though, Joy Taylor comes responsibility. I may have heard that in Spider-Man or the Bible. (laughs) I don't know. Um, With great power, though, comes responsibility. So then, Joy, what is Lamar Jackson's responsibility to the Ravens this season? He's got to stay healthy. Mm. All this is for nothing if he's not healthy at the end of the season. You said his winning percentage. We've seen him win a unanimous MVP. We know he needs to 
add to his postseason resume. Yeah. His regular season resume is set. His postseason resume <clears throat> needs to grow a little bit, but that's not going to happen. You can't contribute in the postseason if you're not physically available for the postseason. And for the last two years, he hasn't been. So to me, his biggest responsibility after getting paid, after getting a new OC, <clears throat> after getting new weapons, coming in here with a completely new vision, you have to be available. Now, some of that is just chance. We all know that that's, you can't control everything. But his availability, which is a skill, is paramount to everything that they're doing. He's got to be there at the end of the year. And you know what? Like, I gave you, the, the, I guess, the successful stories, right, of, of coaches giving the keys to the franchise quarterbacks, mm-hmm. making them comfortable. But Chip Kelly, and I don't want to go back to that whole thing with him, but I think that's why he kind of felt a little bit. Yeah, it worked the first year. Nobody knew what to expect. We're going so fast, right? You had guys like me, Sean Jackson, Mike Vick, all these guys, Macklin. But when we get, when we came, like, hey, look, coach, they're getting onto our scheme. Yeah. They know, you know what's coming. Let's, let's do this differently. Let's try this differently. You know what, coach? Let's throw these passes. Let's do these runs. He didn't want to answer that. He's like, oh, this is my way. This is how we're going to do it. Yep. So now, when nobody's comfortable and we're not winning and they're stopping the offense, we're frustrated. Yep. He's frustrated and we're frustrated. And nobody succeeds like that. Nobody. Right. Responsibility, James, for Lamar Jackson. When you get big-time dollars... The only thing that matters is what you do in the playoffs, mm. right? Mm. We talking Aaron Rodgers. Oh, hold we, on. We, we talking Patty Mahomes. We talking Joe Burrow. We talking Justin Herbert. Whoever we talking at that quarterback spot. When you get them type of dollars, <laughs> the only thing that matters is what you do in so the playoffs. So then what's he need to do? AFC Championship. Lamar Jackson must take the Baltimore Ravens to the AFC Championship. 260 M's. The keys of the ship is yours. Bringing in all type of different play designs. We bring you all type of uh, receivers. You got five first-rounders on your team, right? Bring you a new offensive coordinator. Let's spread this thing out. Let's make sure Lamar can do what he did back in Louisville, right? He must take the Baltimore Ravens. And I know Joey B over there. I know Patty over there. I know Aaron Rodgers over there. But you talked about it. 45 and 12, 19, whatever it is. We know he knows how to win, but he has to win in the playoffs. He has to get the Baltimore Ravens to that AFC. I'm with you. Outside of Aaron Rodgers, I think Lamar Jackson has been given more of what he has requested than any other player in football. That's not a slight. That's just to acknowledge, okay, if you've been given a lot, then you need to give back a lot. Aaron Rodgers, we know he was given Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Nathaniel Hackett. He's out here vouching for David Bakhtiari, who the Packers general manager today has recently said, we ain't moving him to the Jets. (laughs) Lamar Jackson has been given clearly $260 million, but two five as you know, also given Odell Beckham mm-hmm. to the tune of $18 million. When Odell said himself the greatest offer he had at the time was $4 million. Mm-hmm. So the Ravens paid Odell Beckham three to four times his best offer to yeah. get him. They drafted another first-round pick this year in Zay Flowers after drafting a first-round pick in Rashad Bateman two years ago at wide receiver. A first-round pick in Hollywood Brown four years, three to four years ago at wide receiver. And then on top of all of that, you, comp- you now start to listen to what Lamar says. So, Joy, where I'm at with it is kind of that AFC championship game. Yeah. He has to get there. I know a lot of people have to get there. But, Joy, I would say Lamar as much, if not more, than anybody else. I think it depends on what it looks like in the postseason. Like, if they are in the second round of the playoffs and it comes down to the wire and, you know, they're playing the Bengals and Joe Burrow does something spectacular, are we going to kill Lamar Jackson, because that's how they went out. I, I think we have to play the games to see what this is going to look like in this in this conference. It's going to be so tough. There's going to be teams that are really good that would absolutely make the playoffs in the NFC that aren't going to make the playoffs. And then there's going to be teams that we think have cap- the capability of winning a Super Bowl who don't even make it past the first round of the playoffs. There's just that much talent in the AFC. So for me, 
I think I, w- I would tend to agree with you also because he has been a unanimous MVP and he was just paid and he was given all these things. Uh, I just have to see how it plays out. It's going to it's tough. Like the Chiefs, I expect to be there. Only one other team can make the AFC championship game. I agree with her. I mean, just thinking about like years ago, we watched the Chiefs and the Bills back and forth, back and forth. Yep. Josh Allen scored an arrowhead. Living left 13 seconds left, thinking the game's over. Yep. The team, the, the 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 fans, everybody cheering each other on. They start pulling out the hats, yep. going to next the, the next round, and what happens? Mm. Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. Sure. So so we got to watch the game because. But, but Shady, here's you know, my thing. Come though. on now. We saw to some degree the the picture that Joy painted last year: Ravens, Bengals without Lamar. The difference in that game was Tyler Huntley reaching. Let me see that rock. Yep. The difference in the game was Tyler Huntley literally doing this over the goal line. I believe it was Logan Wilson, maybe the Bengals linebacker, forces a fumble. He they did. don't score. Right. See, uh, yep. Bengals go back down and score. The Ravens end up losing by two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So we have seen the Ravens lose in a literal inch fashion yeah. to that Bengals team. I don't know if Lamar has the luxury regardless of how it looks, unless, like Joy and Shady says, unless it looks I like mean, a but, freaking... But, and Hully, he didn't, like, ball out that game. Not at all. So, so I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, watching the game, if Lamar is, he's willing his team to win, like Patrick Mahomes, or, I'm, I'm sorry. Josh. No, no, no. Jalen Hurts. They lost the Super Bowl. He was balling, balling. Yeah. So, it's like, he gets his credit. They lost. Obviously, we, we lost the game. We lost the game. But the way he played, come on. It's, but, uh, that's why we got to see the game. But we all know that that is what you sign up for at the quarterback spot. No. Yes. Right now, if you talk Josh Allen, he got to get it done in the playoffs. He got to get past the AFC Championship. He did. Right now, with 13 seconds left. But they still, when you talk Josh Allen, they are saying when the playoffs hit, he has to show what up. I'm, I'm asking you, is after that game, right? They lost. You wasn't saying that right after that game. Not right after. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, but you, 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 you said those. That's what you, it's coming down to. Speak, Lamar didn't speak, get his team there. But you're speaking on years later. Now, Not two, years three, later? three years later, like, all right, boom. But if he plays the way that he played, let me thinking that. Joy, let me ask you this though, because I think this is a fascinating conversation. I'm loving it. But I didn't put that much weight on Josh Allen when that happened because I think it was his third year in the league. Shady, you know better than I. It might have been his fourth year in the league. Might have been his fourth, year, league. fourth year in the league. Yep. But for Lamar now. We're going on like five, going on. Is it five or going on six? They're in, they like, they in the so, same class. So, yeah. So, for Lamar, if this happens in 2023, for Allen, I think that happened in like 2020. Yeah. If this happens in 2023, I don't know if Lamar will be afforded the same grace as Allen because for Allen, that was, oh, we didn't even realize just how good Josh was. That was the moment we said, oh, snap. Nah, Josh, Josh is no, like no, that. No, no, no. We knew he was th- th- nice. There's 13 seconds. Like, not saying this is going to yes. be the exact same scenario, yeah. but if they've essentially <laughs> won the game and there's 13 <laughs> seconds left, like, all right, guys, like, it's, remember, just relax. Like, he did, he did all he could do. I, I really think we have to see how it plays out. Again, I just, I, the playoffs for this AFC is going to be impossible. So I, we're, I have to wait and see what, what happens. I would like to say AFC Championship game. I would tend to agree with you. But then where does that leave the Jets? Where does that leave the Bengals? Where does that leave the Bills? Where does that leave the Dolphins? Am I only where does that leave the saying, Chargers? It's, like, when we talk only two teams in there. Right. It only matters if you win. Aaron Rodgers gets talked about for not winning in the playoffs. He's to another Super Bowl if they cover an onside kick. The game over. Yeah. 
And he's in another Super Bowl, and who knows what's going to happen. But with them not covering an onside kick, Aaron Rodgers can't get Aaron it done Rodgers in the ball. playoffs. Aaron Rodgers That's ball. it. That's, That's all I'm saying. I so mean, like, however it may happen. So he's been there so many times and high, highly, highly, oh, man. you know, but, 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 hyped but, up. But here's the thing, That's That's on the but the thing, no shady, like we do know it's a zero-sum game yes. in sports. Yeah. It's like this is cool, cool and all and cute and all, but we're talking about athletes making 200-plus million. Yeah. So the excuse is I can't necessarily be with. Phillip Rivers in entire career was against Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. Go get one. Flacco got one. <laughs> yep. Big Ben got a couple of them. So it's like, yeah, competition stiff. It's always going to be stiff. No so Deshaun, I get it. Rodgers is there. Go get one. Tua, I get it. Josh Allen's there. Go get one. Allen, I get it. Mahomes is there. Go get one. Burrow, I get it. Herbert's there. Go get one. Go get him. It is, but it's, it's not a zero-sum game for like, okay, if he doesn't, for Aaron Rodgers this year, it's, it's probably going to be that way. He might be back again next year. We'll see. But we got to live in the present with this current Jets situation, right? Why, why, he, get, why he get that type of... No, I'm saying, like, he has to do something this year. Like, well, we saying, can imagine that he might think, be back another year. Just, but, like, Lamar Jackson just signed a deal. If they don't get to the AFC Championship game this year, yeah, it's going to be pressure. We're going to talk about it. But then they'll be back next year and the year yeah. after that. Like, his career is not over. This isn't the end of the I, road. I guess. I just think that with A-Rod's probably... It's different than me. Older, older quarterback, had a lot of success, but every year goes to playoffs, the same results happen. Well, Lamar's still younger trying to get there. And the truth. A-Rod, A-Rod in the postseason has been like regular, regular, right? See, that's what I'm saying. Do you agree? If they recover all side kicks, I'm asking a question another, though. Winning another postseason A-Rod's regular. Hey, you can't ask that's a question. I got to go to break. Yeah, he got to go to, go to break. break. <laughs> <laughs> Shady going to find a way to take he a shot. Try coming up. <laughs> Which players are facing make or break seasons next season? That's going to be a phenomenal conversation on Speak. Remember, you can check us out every day on the Fox Sports channel on Sirius XM. Hey, man, tell them the rules. You got to keep one on this show. <laughs> you beer, he got beer. Keep Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Because we are. That's right. Australia and New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. Off the post and in! And we'll be going above and beyond down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. So follow Alexi Lawless's State of the Union on the Fox app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for a pick six. Some big names are at a crossroads, so I'm going to give you my top six players facing make or break seasons. Very simply put, if they don't ball out this year, it could be end of their career or at least their career with this team. At number six, it's just going to be the end of this person's perception. Justin Herbert, it's make or break time. Remember, I was either wrong or I was first to being critical of Justin Herbert, thinking that he might be overrated. An incredible individual talent. But now that you have Hugh Johnson at receiver, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, plus a new offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore, who's commanded several number one offenses, it's not about Herbert individually balling. Now his team has to dominate. So much at stake for him. He's already a made man in some people's mind, but it might be broken if his team doesn't succeed this year. At number five, Odell Beckham. We keep talking about how he was almost about to win Super Bowl MVP, but almost is one of the biggest contradictions in society. All and most, it makes no sense. What is Odell Beckham going to be this coming season? $15 million can make up to $18 million. All eyes are on Odell. Make or break season at number four. Jimmy Garoppolo, America. We were at Raiders versus Rams practice literally yesterday. We saw Jimmy G. 
Shady thought he didn't look that good. James Jones thought he looked great. But either way, how Jimmy G looks to you, to your eyes, will dictate a lot in the future. Make or break season for Jimmy G at number three. Baker Mayfield. I can no longer keep up with how many teams he's been on. Browns, Panthers, uh, Rams. And now this year, he's with the Bucks. He's got to ball or we gonna fall potentially out of the league. And number two, Russell Wilson. It needs no introduction, it needs no explanation. He's had a Hall of Fame caliber career, but last year was so bad that it may have unwritten his name from the Hall of Fame book. 16 touchdowns, I believe it was nine interceptions, only four wins, an atrocious season for a man named Russell Wilson. But at number one, it's a little bit nuanced, Kyler Murray. So much is at stake for Kyler Murray because remember he's coming off of an injury, but more than anything, if the Cardinals do not win enough games to play themselves out of that number one overall pick, there's a man in college about 35 minutes from here by the name of Caleb Williams, a Heisman Trophy winner. You better believe that Kyler Murray could and will likely get replaced. Relationships end how relationships start. Kyler Murray replaced Josh Rosen, a first round pick the next year. Well, Caleb Williams might come replace Kyler Murray if he don't get things right as soon as he gets back healthy. James Jones. I need your help, man. I need your help. I need your help. I need your help. I need your help. I always like to nitpick your picks. Um, Justin Herbert, highest paid man in the National Football. If he throw 80 interceptions, where are he going? Why the pressure on? Perception. Because a lot of people are like, yo, Justin Herbert is a god. He's a deity. Enter the heavens of Justin Herbert's castle. But if he does not ball this year, people might start to be like, wait a second. Is he... Is he really that good? But they can't do nothing. They gave him all that bread. It's a correct, wrap. Correct, correct, correct. Stop picking up my <laughs> list. Let me see yours. My list. Listen. All right, we're gonna have some. We're gonna have some conversations, right? Ooh. But number six, it is OBJ. Listen, OBJ. Eighteen million dollars. Best offer, four million dollars. Before you got that eighteen million. It is time for him to show up. If Odell Beckham does not show up and show the world that he is the OBJ that everybody is used to seeing, he is going to be a third wide receiver in this National Football League, possibly fighting for a roster spot if he don't show the world that he could get back to being OBJ. And then number five is Mac Jones. We all know Bill Belichick don't care where you're from, where you got drafted, who you are. He don't care if you can to him. He will cut you. He will get you out of there. Mac Jones, it is time to deliver. If you don't deliver, Deliver this year, you might be seeing your way out of New England. And then Michael Thomas, injury after injury after injury, a hundred million dollar contract that you signed. You are healthy now. If you do not show up this year and become the Michael Thomas that we are used to seeing, he could find himself Baker. on a new team too. Baker Mayfield, you are one season away from being a backup for the rest of your career. Yeah are out of the National Football League. This is the time, and I'm not saying you're going to win a bunch of games, but you got to show them why you were a first pick overall. And then Russell Wilson, this is clear right here, right? We all seen Russell Wilson last year. They bring you Sean Payton. Sean Payton's supposed to be the quarterback whisperer to get Russell Wilson right. If he does not return to the dangerous that we are used to seeing, he could possibly be getting traded out of there as well. And then this one, I want to chop it up a little bit. Because Brock Purdy, right? And I want to go to Brock Purdy because Brock Purdy ain't making Justin Field. I mean, uh, Justin Herbert money. True. Right? True. Brock Purdy True. on a rookie deal. And I know a lot of people say, yes, he gave him the keys. He's 7-1 and and all that. But for me, this is make or break. Because if Brock Purdy goes out here and stinks it up and doesn't look the right way, the Niners is in trouble. And it might be make or break for Brock Purdy and it'd be a new quarterback in that system. I love the Brock Purdy one. 
one. I actually can't argue it, though I want to because I love Purdy. Let's revisit Michael Thomas. Yeah. 2019, I believe he led the entire National Football League in catches. No doubt. Can't guard Mike quite literally. His Instagram name, his Twitter name, and it's a literal action on the football field. Do you think that he can step back into being the Michael Thomas of old? 100%. You got Chris Olave on the other side of you, right? Who possibly took taking over that number one role, right? A lot of people seeing you come back, you in the slot with Derek Carr, they get you a guy that can really sling the ball, get the ball out of his hands. Michael Thomas can have a big time year with Derek Carr if he is healthy. I've been watching him at training camp. The routes are there. We know he can't be guarded. If he can stay healthy, he is going to be up there as the best, one of the best receivers in the National Football League. Last question for you. What do you expect from Baker Mayfield? I love me some Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I don't know why, mm. but I love what Baker Mayfield did yeah. for the Cleveland Browns. I think it's one of the most underrated heroics in franchise history. What do you think Baker will do this year with the Four quarterbacks, it's all about are you getting better? Yeah. And we need to see it. And it's not necessarily wins. I don't want to see the stupid throws, Baker Mayfield, the nasty interceptions. I want to see you going out here, leading your team down the football field. It's okay to punt, but I want, as we turn the tape on, we could be looking at it like, ooh, okay. Yeah. Look at them reads by Baker Mayfield. Fair. Look at that throw by Baker Mayfield. First overall pick, now he's starting to look like it. Yes, the Bucks roster may not be there. They might not win a lot of games, but he did his part. That's what we need to see for Baker Mayfield. We cannot forget he was the first overall pick. Well, speaking of first round picks, you won't hear anything more offensive than what you are about to hear. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Mm. Jalen Hurts is a dog. But they said that Justin Fields was a poor man's Jalen Hurts. A poor man's Jalen Hurts. That's wild. Oh, we got to talk about it. If you walk away, run back. Next. Oh, I thought that was coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, let's get to third and long third topic of the day, and we got to go to distance on this one. Justin Fields, he's entering his third season, and he's being compared to one of the top quarterbacks in the league. But not respectfully. An anonymous executive said, quote, there's no reason why he can't be a poor man's Jalen Hurts. Come on, man. There's nothing in life I hate more than a backhanded compliment. Just what? No, no reason he can't be a poor man's Jalen Hurts. Compliment? That's the most disrespectful. Justin Fields, I'm disrespected for you. 100%. Don't let nobody call you a poor man's Jalen Hurts. Not when you know yourself that physically you have just as much talent, if not more individual talent, Mm -hmm. than Jalen Hurts. You can't be a poor man's Jalen Hurts if you are already a better runner than Jalen Hurts. Now, you have to prove yourself as a passer in a major way. Mm. But we know you're capable of it. We know he has the arm talent. He has the arm talent. Okay. He was better in high school. He was better in college. He was drafted higher. So don't let nobody call you, Justin Fields, mm. a poor man's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is great. All pro. Hard to do. But poor man's? Mm. Y'all got to fix your lips when you're talking about Justin Fields. Go ahead, Shady. I want to hear what you guys say. I I agree with you guys. I have a problem with it also. Okay. Good. You should. I got a problem with why are they even saying his name with Jalen Hurts? Why are you putting him in the same category? You can't compare these guys. Seriously, though. And another issue I have with you, because I know you made up this block. Why do you have it third and long? Do you know his numbers against third and long? Anyway, that's another story. Anyway, this is my thing with the comparisons. First of all, if you're saying a poor man's Jalen Hurts, I kind of could agree with it if we're talking like, okay, Jalen Hurts was second team all pro last year. Yep. Uh, Fields would be like honorable mention pro bowler. Something like, something like that. Because they're not in the same ballpark. 
Right? I, I think Jalen Hurts has the ability to take his team to the Super Bowl. Sure, he to does. The Super Bowl. He does, absolutely. Right? You're talking about a guy that he almost really won good team. He almost won the MVP. Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, he hasn't, he's never throw 300 yards in a game. This is what we're talking about. So I don't want to be super critical of, of, of Fields. I, can't I don't want to disrespect him. I'm just telling you that when we compare guys like Jalen Hurts, who was second into the MVP voting, think about that for a second, though, right? You love MVPs. Your, your guy, Rodgers, has a lot of them. My guy was second, and he almost won if he didn't get hurt. So compared to a quarterback that hasn't even thrown him for 300 yards yet, Okay, okay, let, let's, okay, no more stats. You know. How about this team success, right? right? Let's just take the team, because you like to say, talk about the team. So, do we even see Fields going to the playoffs this year? Can we, can we, can we say that? I can confident? see that. It's possible. I can see that. I mean, anything's possible. But I'm saying, anything's possible. In the division without Aaron Rodgers being there, the Bears have a good shot to make it out of there. You think the Eagles going to the playoffs? Of course. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, of like, course. can we just, let's just say this. Hey, do you think that Fields will have a jump like Jalen Hurts? Don't compare it, please. Bruh. Oh, this is God. disrespectful. I'll tell you disrespectful. No, no, no. This is disrespectful to Justin Fields, right? Okay. Number one, we talk about arm talent. His arm talent is better than Jalen Hurts, right? With His the, arm talent is better than Jalen Hurts. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait He's wait, faster, wait, more explosive. His running ability is no, better than Jalen Hurts. He does not have A.J. Brown. He does not have Devontae Smith. He does not have Dallas Goddard. He does not have that offensive line in front of him. He did field. not have uh, Miles Sanders last year. He didn't. Right? If didn't. I was to tell you these are the number of, a, of an MVP quarterback, 22 touchdowns, mm. right, 3,700 3, yards, he in the MVP conversation. Y'all would be like, what? Who? Who? You know, you, you understand what I'm saying? Justin Fields threw 17 touchdowns. Who was he throwing to, Shady? I don't know. Wait, does, does no, no, no. I'm just saying. Well, you say, cause, cause, but you're misleading Hurts misleading threw 22. How's you're he misleading, misleading America? America? What do you do? He didn't say anything about the, the rushing yards. Does that not count? You just said how many guys feel. Oh, so let me say, let me say rushing saying, again. Oh, you Last rushing year, rushing, right? Justin Fields had okay. 1,100. Oh, okay. that's a lot. That's okay. Hurts had 700. Oh, okay. So oh, let's talk rushing yards. And, and add the touchdowns. Add the rushing touchdowns too now. It was 13 to 8. All right. So add the rushing touchdowns and the better touchdowns. And then when you add that up, right, I want you to come and add some more. I want you to so quick to say I want you to ask the wins and losses. I want you to do all that. Now you're going team success, though. It's everything matters quarterback. That's way too much of a math equation, Shady. This This dude had a top five defense, two number one wide receivers. Dane near one of the best tight ends in the game. A really good running back in Miles Sanders in the backfield. Arguably the best O-line in football. Whose fault is that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. It don't matter. Joy, I, need, I need to hear from Joy Taylor on this one, please. That's disrespectful. I need to hear Joy, from she, Joy Taylor she been, on she been this. She's been through this, though. Yeah, like, like, no, most pretty no, girls, no, we need to hear most from pretty, Joy. Most pretty girls, they go, they go through this, right? Like, you be pretty and they always say, yeah. I mean, but her lashes is this, or her nails is You probably been through this. They say about the same thing with Jenna Hurt going through. Right. He had this, he had that. You probably went through this. Disrespect. But you, her, you know, her parents, her brother has money, she has nice clothes. Like, you probably went through this before. I have I'm sure. Before. Um, I don't know what Wood said. It was a poor man's Joy Taylor. <laughs> No comment. I don't, I don't get into that. I don't know what, I have no earthly idea what this means. A poor man's Jalen Hurts. So, so he's what, like a pro bowler? Is that what you're saying? Like, I think it's disrespectful to both of them, honestly. I think it's disrespectful to Justin Fields to call him a poor man's anything. When you say, like, this man not is going to cut into you it. off, but when you say poor man's, that means you're not even in that league of that dude. Yeah, no, it's not. No, it is. It's, it's crazy. It's really disrespectful. What about Justin here? Fields is an, an NFL player. He is a, he's a young player. He's developing. He's going into his third year. To call him a poor man's anything is just 
It's just weird. It's a weird thing to say because what does it actually mean? So if you're not as good as Jalen Hurts, but you're still like okay, I just I don't. And then to to put to put Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields right now in the same category is disrespectful to Jalen Hurts. Stop comparing people to everybody. They don't even really have the same type of game, honestly. They don't. They don't have. They don't even play the same. Justin Fields is a run first quarterback. He has not developed his passing ability in the NFL. I like Justin Fields. I think he's the most, he's very, very talented. I loved what he did in college. He played at a high level against high competition, but it hasn't translated. The throwing part has not translated in the NFL yet. I think he will take a big step up this year. Because he got weapons. Because he has weapons. She cook him. But Jalen Hurts was in a Super Bowl last year. Jalen Hurts was an MVP finalist, and Jalen Hurts was an All Pro. To, call, to put somebody in, in, in to, to this really category when they don't even really have the same type of game to me is just weird, and it, it, it's it's reflective of the of the conversation to me that we still don't know how to classify and how to quantify quarterbacks that can run. We want quarterbacks to be mobile, but if they're too mobile. It's not a good thing. But if they're in the pocket all the time, that's not a good thing. So, so you got to be able to run, but don't run too much. Get some rushing touchdowns, but not too many. Throw the ball, but not too much. We, we can never decide how we want to categorize them. So all rushing quarterbacks are just the same, and I don't think that's right. Here's who I wouldn't be offended. If they would have said Daniel Jones is a poor man's Jalen Hurts, I'd say bet. I agree. Daniel Jones has 700 rushing yards. Jalen Hurts has 740. Jalen Hurts threw for 22 passing touchdowns only, by the way. Only exactly. 22. That's not a lot. But Daniel Jones only threw for 15. That's not a lot. Jalen Hurts only threw six picks. Not a lot. Jalen Hur- Daniel Jones only threw five picks. Not a lot. Daniel Jones won one playoff game. Jalen Hurts won two playoff games. So I wouldn't be mad if you said that Daniel Jones was a poor man's Jalen Hurts. But the reason I wouldn't be upset is this. Poor man implies I will not exceed you, nor am I better than you at anything. Ability. Shady, so awesome. I, Hurts, Fields can't be a poor man's Jalen Hurts if he's already richer than him, more wealthy than him running the ball. See, this is my thing, though. Like, and I hate to even say this about Justin Fields, but you guys leave me no room. I have to answer back. If we would just take the second year, because I, I don't even want to take this last year. My guy was in the Super Bowl. My guy was... Uh, was second in MVP voting, and he was, he's all that. So we just take the second year. Is that fair? Sure. So when your guy, Fields, is 3-12, and 12, that's a losing record. It is, absolutely. Right? That's, that's like losing. Like, no playoffs, nothing. Jalen Hurts wasn't that great last year. His second year, he was 8-7, and seven, playoffs. And he struggled last year, and he struggled in his second year. Sure. So my thing is, when I look at them, these two, service size, both in their second year, Jalen Hurts wasn't great. Fields isn't great. They show flashes. Sure. But oh my God, when he struggled, he was eight and seven when he took his team to the playoffs. Yeah, okay. Compared to, Bruh, right. oh, wait, 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 let, me, let me get done. Let me get done. He could. And then if we look at his second year, right? Let's just look at these numbers for a second. 17 passing touchdowns. Since we're going to talk about numbers, right? That's ranked 16th. Okay? Better, good. However you want to look at it. 11 picks. 21st in the league, right? So you only thought for 17 touchdowns, 11 picks. This dude was what? 2,200 yards? So as much as y'all want to, like, say good things about him, it's hard to, other than he can scramble. Every highlight that is show is all scrambling. It's nothing passing. It's nothing winning. He don't show me winning football. Now, in this year, he might change, but we talking about what he's done lately. And what has he done? We cannot compare him with Justin. It is, Justin it, Fields, you cannot compare him with Jalen Hurts. It's crazy. It, it, it sucks because you immediately want to go to team success, right? So you're, you're easily eliminating, right, the intangibles, right? Like you said, he doesn't run better than Justin Fields. 
He doesn't have better arm talent than Justin Fields, but when you look at it and the Eagles roster is the way the Eagles roster is and he won, it's not too many teams make the playoffs at 8-7. and seven. Thank God everybody was sorry. You, un- you, understand, you understand what I'm saying? But last year, when he was so-called all-pro, and MVP, and all. So cool. he Happy. does not have MVP numbers, he doesn't. but he has MVP team success. He did. You understand what I'm saying? But if we just are comparing the two players and you say poor man's, that means this man does nothing as good as you. And that is not true. Joy, why do they keep saying, I'm lost here, right? Why are you lost? Are you- why do they keep saying that he has so much better arm I talent? Don't, I don't know. I don't know. Why, what, what tells y'all that? Why do you? I'm asking so you. So Jalen Hurts is a great thrower of the time football? Out, time out. I'm asking you an easy question. You just said all this stuff to the people in America, and me in America enjoy want to know, why do you keep saying <laughs> Because such- I have seen Justin Fields make better throws than Justin, uh, uh, than Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Where'd you see that at? Where'd you see that? Turn the tape Where'd you see that? Turn the tape the dude has never thrown a yard. He never did it. There's never not one throw you can say about. that Jalen Hurts. You're just making it up. I'm not making on, it up. You don't make stuff up. There's I'm not one talk. throw that you can <laughs> say, dang, that up. was a heck of a throw by Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I, I mean, come on. We're getting a little crazy. We're getting a little crazy. Super Bowl, he hit Dallas Goddard. We're getting crazy Corner out. Great throw? That was a great throw. Justin Fields is a very talented quarterback. It's very, very difficult to make the argument that he has better arm talent than Jalen Hurts right now. I, 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 I want to believe it, but I, I, don't, I don't walk by faith. I'm I walk just, by sight. And what I have sighted, yeah. what you I have see, seen. Is a great thrower from Jalen Hurts? It's, not, it's not about great or not great. It's about the fact that he, Jalen Hurts is up here and Justin Fields has not even begun. But the question, though, I think that James, and James, let me try to articulate this. Let me try to bring us down and notch. I think the question isn't so much that it's what are they doing individually talent-wise? Because obviously Jalen Hurts is a better winner than Justin Fields. He is a better winner. Objectively, I will not dispute that one second. But to James's point, we keep saying that Jalen Hurts was almost an MVP. That is true. 22 passing touchdowns, 13 rushing touchdowns. They'll give America both. I don't want to lead the witness, if you will. That's 35 total touchdowns for an almost MVP. Aaron Rodgers had 48 passing touchdowns. You can't do, you can't do year to year with, with, with the statistics. But, like, but you, but that there's, a, there's a reason why Jalen Hurts was in the MVP conversation. Correct. But there's a reason also why he didn't win MVP. Because I mean, he got hurt. I mean, he missed a couple games, too, though. But I mean, I, I, I no, can't call 100%. It. If, he, if he would not have gotten hurt, he would have won the MVP. Same with Carson Wentz. Okay, but, but at the but, end of the day, but, it don't but, matter. But that's, why, but that's why people bring up Carson Wentz, because of how he played on that stretch. Well, here's my point. Because James said they weren't MVP numbers. I do agree when we collectively think about MVP numbers. Lamar Jackson, he had four. 43 plus total touchdowns. Cam Newton had 43 plus total touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes had 50 plus touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers had 48 touchdowns. Peyton Manning got 55 touchdowns. Then you're talking and way about more than three. Then you're talking passes. about Jalen Hurts, who had a total. I don't want to lead America. He had a total 35. You can't call Justin Fields a poor man's. Jalen Hurts, when my dude had 1,100 rushing oh, alone, man. Shady, rushing alone. So, so. so. We're not going to talk about how this guy has had games with 60 yards passing in the NFL. Does that not happen? That, 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 that that's happens crazy. and like, that's bad. That's like, that's like little league football. That is bad. Come on. So my, my thing is this. I don't want to go at him, but y'all making me. Like, like for, for, it's even it's crazy for me to even have this conversation on. on this is live, too, by the this way. This is live. We're on live TV and we're up here talking about Justin Fields. 
and, and Jalen Hurts. If we that's, talk, that's what we're talking we're about talking right about now. the player, it's a good com- you, conversation. This man, right. this man telling me how, how, he, how he throws the ball so much better. No, he said he has better arm talent. talent. He has what, better what, arm talent. There is a difference, Sadie. Where's that show? Where's that? I never, have you seen it this year? Have you seen his arm talent? I know. but he I'm was, asking you, have you seen yes, the arm talent? Yes, he has made some throws. I have seen the arm talent, but I do not believe that Justin Fields is a better thrower of the football than Jalen Hurts, and you know the difference. You know the difference. What does that mean, then? What does arm talent mean? Meaning, like, he has the ability to make better throws. Yes. But if he has the ability, who is he throwing to? Okay, I hear you. Put Jalen Hurts. Put Jalen Hurts on the on the Bears. I hear you. And where they going? This is why I defend Justin. No, but we haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen it yet. He has talent now, so we should see it this year. Right? If he has better arm talent. We should see it, but we're talking about now. We ain't. We can't go off of of, of what we what we ain't seen. This man spent time with Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback. And he don't know what yep. a good quarterback so looks like. So that's what I know. This is crazy to me. You know. play one of the greatest of all time. And you tell and me you that. Wanna, you want to sit here and tell me 22 touchdowns and he's this great thrower of the football. And I'm a Jalen Hurts fan, but like you say, Can't I got to do it. 22 touchdowns is this great thrower of the football. You got Justin Fields throwing the, you can't even name him, Shady. Can't and you got two number ones and a, and a number one tight end and a number one running back and a number one offensive line and a number one secondary and a number one defensive line. The team is winning. But when you talk about individual players and you say poor mans, right, Justin Fields at the, at the quarterback position is more of a talent than Jalen Hurts. And I don't care what y'all talking He's, about. Sounds good for college. But then again, Ohio State in, in the pros, he's more of a talent. Right? Yeah, but he does not have that team around him to have the team success. Have, and that's what y'all are fighting. He's just yelling. He's wrong. He's just yelling. Oh. <laughs> he's wrong. I'm telling you, 1,100 yards, 17 touchdowns, and you can't even name who was on the man's team. But we can name 20 pro bowlers on y'all, the team. Y'all Eagles. act like Mooney's trash. Y'all act like Claypool was trash. They're not trash. Receivers Claypool was bad last year. Are you? Man. You are saying Claypool compared this, to this, A.J. This, Brown and Devontae Smith? I'm not comparing them, but y'all can't tell me. Like, I've seen Claypool play well. Have we never seen him? We have, well? we have oh, you never seen Mooney play well? Mooney yeah, had a thousand this yards. This is the last thing for you, Lee, though. Now you're talking about Claypool. See, now this year, this is going to happen, though. When everything Ooh. happens for Justin Fields, which I hate to root this on him, but he, he can't hide it. It's going to happen. We're going to see what the excuse is. They give him everything he wants. He threw some great screen passes for, for negative yards. That goes for 60 yards. Another one goes for another 60 yards. Now we see how good he is. This dude threw three, two screen passes, right? And we see how great he is. We're going to find out. And I can't wait to talk to him. <laughs> I, can't wait. I can't I got to go to break, Chase. You know they play with I got to go to break. You know I have to go to break, Chase. I hope both of them do great this year. Coming up, Me we're too. talking <laughs> Cowboys. Should Dak Prescott be trusted with more responsibility in Mike McCarthy's offense? That is next on Speak. Everybody catch your breath. Get some water. Who you play with the, with the Raiders? Dak Carr? DC. He didn't play with all these great quarters. He don't know what it look like. This is crazy. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me. Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Take your seats, take your seats, family. It's time to head into the... 
film room with my dog, yes, James sir. Jones. Okay, now look, the Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy, he's going to be calling plays this year. Not only that, he's going to be empowering Dak Prescott a little bit more at the line of scrimmage. So James and I just quickly wanted to talk about what that might be able to do and how that might be able to help the Cowboys offense. My favorite play as it pertains to an audible out of the line of scrimmage was this one last year. It's not actually Dak Prescott, it's Cooper Rush. First thing I want y'all to see, down in distance. James, what's down in distance right there? Down in distance, third and long, third and 12. Third and 12, yep. third and 12. You see it's third and 12. What's that usually mean? It's got to be a pass. Except Cooper Rush has been told during the week of practice, hey, if you see a certain look, mm -hmm. just one high safety, and you see that they're going to be bringing pressure, MVP. then I want you to, add a, to call an audible, Cooper Rush. I'm going to fast forward a little bit so y'all can see a little bit of Cooper Rush's hand motions. Yep. Cooper Rush is calling an audible at the line of scrimmage. Now I'm going to run it back. After you see him call that audible, what beats inside pressure is outside run. He's audible at the line of scrimmage to an outside run. He has been empowered to make that decision. And now they run outside run. Uh. You got CeeDee Lamb, he seals. First round pick Tyler Smith, he pulls on that safety. And on third and 12, because of Cooper Rush's ability at the line of scrimmage to make that check, Cowboys get a first down. Absolutely. You know Mike McCarthy well. You played for Mike McCarthy. Y'all yeah. did similar things when you were in Green Bay, correct? Absolutely. And listen, if I'm shady, I love this call, right? If I'm a receiver, I hate this call, right? Okay. Because we speak about to be empty, which this is empty. You see everybody coming off coverage, right? We are trying to get out here. That's why he checked this right here. Get a toss, get to the edge. You know the quickest way to the edge, right? Is just throw it out here to the number one wide Wait, receiver. Break that down for me. So I'm, the another option could have simply been throwing it hot right now to Noah Brown. Absolutely. So you see Noah Brown down here. You see the cornerback way off. He off about 10 yards, right? So this is the extension of the run game. This is what Mike McCarthy's offense is going to bring, right? It's not just run it runs, right? You have options off of the run game. And you've been a beneficiary of this. I believe this is Aaron Rodgers 2014. This cornerback is guarding you. You are off screen right yes, here sir. lined up. How far away is that cornerback from you? He's about five, six yards off right here. And right here in the huddle, we got 36 outside zone on. And Aaron knows if the cornerback is five, six yards off, instead of running my running back into the teeth of the defense, you know what? I'm going to get it out here to JJ and I'm going to turn it into one-on-one, -on -one, an extension of the run game. If he picks up five, a five-yard run is good. But instead, you get it out to your dog, and he turns it into a tink-tink. We call that tink-tink touchdown. <laughs> that's what we do. And that's an extension of the run game. And that's what Dak Prescott is going to be in this season. He's going to be able to line up and say, I have a run call, but I have extensions off of the run game to where I can get the ball out to C.D. Lamb fast like this, gallop like this. I can get the ball out to my guys to make some plays and extensions of the run game. You know what that does for the quarterback, Acho? What's that? Play a whole lot faster. A whole lot faster, a whole lot more confident. So what you're telling me is right now this is a run call to the right. This is run call to the right. You see John Kuhn in the backfield. He finna lead block. Ryan Grant, 36 outside zone. This is a run. Aaron looks over at me. He sees the cornerback off a little bit. Built-in smoke route on the backside of every run to make sure if we could get one-on-one, -on -one, with a receiver and a corner, and that corner got to tackle them 90% of the time, it ain't going to happen. And it equals big plays. And if we can get 10 yards, 7 yards, and end up in second and third, and third and three, that's that's an extension of the run game. Big time offense, first downs equals touchdown. Appreciate y'all joining us in the film room. Let's join the squad at the desk. Shady McCoy. You have seen quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. You have played with Super Bowl champs who have more freedom than anybody at the line of scrimmage outside of maybe Peyton Manning. But Dak Prescott, been given more responsibility. Do you trust Prescott with more responsibility? I, I don't trust it. I really don't. I watched last year how he was a turnover machine. 
right? And 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 I think with this type of team, what type of talent they have on offense and defense, you turn that ball over, I think you're wasting that talent. Right, and it's only so long where you can keep that, that group of talent together without the pain. I gotta get, they go on the free agency to get paid, or they can't stay. So I just think that with, with Dak Prescott, I think he's I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's great. I, I think that they could win with him, depending on how he controls that ball. And if you give him too much control of the offense, I'm scared that next year or this year we'll see the same thing happen last year. You confident in Josh Allen running the show though? Why you got? Why you got to do that? Why you got, we were on the track. He quickly brought don't up turnovers. That, so that, so that doesn't need to be answered. That doesn't need to be it. Don't take the bait. Josh is in his top three, so I can't argue with him. <laughs> don't take the bait. Top three. I, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Because we make the argument for a lot of guys that don't lose games. Like the, the, the value of not losing games. We talked about guys like Daniel Jones not losing games. Guys like Brock Purdy not losing games. You can have and show the ability to win big-time games, which Jack Prescott has done. But he's also shown the ability to lose big-time games in his own hands. So it's not that I don't think that a change in offense might benefit him. But the idea that you're expanding things, that you're making things more edgy, that you're giving him more to process. When we saw last year that he was turning the ball over at a high level. And whatever you want to defend about the number of, of interceptions during the regular season – Mm-hmm. We said it. Is it going to matter? Is it going to matter? And guess what it did? It mattered. It, it, it mattered in the game that mattered the most. So I just hesitate to get to this idea that he's going to be better by having more to do. Mm-hmm. His best version was when? When he had the least rookie amount year, of control. Like, yeah. And say, now obviously mm-hmm. he's developed past his rookie abilities, but that doesn't mean that that's what's best for the team. We just had an argument about statistics and winning and who's putting up bigger numbers and arm talent and all that. The Cowboys need Dak to not lose games. They have so much talent on both sides of the ball. They have a lot of experience. They have a lot of Super Bowl-level experience with coaching. Just don't mess up. Make the calls correctly. So I I just really, I struggle with the idea of more responsibility. James, the reason I'll actually say, like, I trust Dak with more responsibility is if you're looking at Dak Prescott's talent level, physical talent only, he's a bottom 15, maybe bottom 10 quarterback in the National Football League, physical talent only. So how in the world does he win so much? Clearly, he's doing something right mm. that isn't physical yeah. to help him have back-to-back 12-win seasons. Obviously, Dak has been hurt for some of those games. Help him have a 13-win rookie season. Like, clearly, there's something good that he's doing because his arm's not the greatest and he's yeah. not the greatest runner. So what he's doing right more often than not no doubt. is going on is between the years. Mental fortitude, determination, grit, will to win, and then obviously his football instincts. So I trust them accentuating what he does best because he's not the best runner. He's not the best thrower. Yeah. I trust his but mind. You, you think that um, now that um, Moore is gone, right, and, and McCarthy's calling the plays, you think he'll be have a better year this year? Yes. Yes. You think so? Do you think I, so? I do. Statistically, I think so. You think so? I'm just going to put these in my notes. So I just want to know. No, I do. I think, I think Kellen Moore is, is, a, is a really good – I don't know. I, I actually would say no statistically. 
I think oh. he might go down statistically. But I actually think that that would be a good thing. Only, only reason like I they say they had the number one offense, they had all these statistics, and what did it come down to? Only I, reason I thought Moore was a really, really good coach, but I, I could be wrong. No, I agree. No, 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 he, he is. Moore's he is. Keller Moore is amazing. Reason I say yes statistically, Dak Prescott has more talent at wide receiver than he's ever had, and it's not close. Yeah. Remember, Dak Prescott had an older Des Bryant and had a very old Jason Witten and Cole Beasley in the slot. Slot receivers can only get so busy. Also, Dak will be tasked to do more because he no longer has Zeke. Plus Pollard. He has Pollard off a broken leg. So I think statistically, Dak will probably eclipse 5,000 yards because mm. he's healthy and, going into the season, all, and he got the dog. not only that, leg. Dak has guys on the outside that Oof. can get busy, right? I played in Coach Mike's offense for eight years, right? With Aaron Rodgers, with, with Matt Flynn, whoever, whoever stepped in there, right? And nothing really changed. We went to work on the outside. The main thing with Coach Mike's offense is the ball comes out of the quarterback's hands extremely fast, and it allows your playmakers on the outside to make plays. Kellen Moore's offense was, to get an explosive gain, I have to throw it 30 yards down the field. No, you don't. To get an explosive gain is dumping the ball out here to C.D. Lamb on a bubble screen, dumping the ball out here to, to, to Gallup on a little smoke screen, and letting them be who they are. And yes, it might not look like Dak is lighting it up, throwing the ball down the field, but but when you look at the numbers, the yak yardage that the receivers get, his numbers are going to go up. He's going to play a whole lot faster. The ball's going to come out of his hands, and I am perfectly fine with him having more control. It is only going to benefit Dak Prescott. When he gets out there and sees exactly what the defense is in and what they are doing, he's able to audible and check into these plays to make sure he plays faster. And the ball is coming out of his hands, whether it's runs or passes. So he's going to benefit off Coach Mike, I think his numbers go way up. I think his interceptions go down. And I think he has a really, really, really good year. Well, Aaron Rodgers has been the biggest beneficiary of Coach Mike McCarthy. And coming up, Aaron Rodgers hopes to be the beneficiary of the Jets' new pieces. But here's a question. Do the Jets have all the right pieces they need to win a Super Bowl? That is next. Do not go anywhere. So you don't have a better than Herbert, too? Because Herbert has more as a coach. Hey, college football fans, this is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games, the theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. You can help those affected by the wildfires in Hawaii. Your donation enables the Red Cross to prepare for, respond to, and help people recover from these disasters. Go to redcross.org slash fox forward. Hi, family. We're in overtime. The Jets, they've added future Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers this offseason. Well, now they added four-time Pro Bowler Dalvin Cook. And he said, quote, when you dig deep and look into the roster, I think all the pieces are put together. Joy, do the Jets have all the right pieces? I don't think they do. Mm. I don't think they do. It looks like it. But we keep talking about the offensive line. I don't fundamentally believe that you can win without the offensive line as a unit being at least competent. What happened with the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Mm. Patrick Mahomes, talent everywhere. Couldn't protect him. It's so important. And, and the reason I, I, I like to show the big guys love is because it's not just one position or the other. They're a unit. You can have a position group. Mm -hmm. And you can have a, 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 a group of guys that need to work together. But the offensive line needs to be choreographed. 
They have to understand where everyone is blocking. On, it's, it's, there's so much that goes into it. And the fact that we're, we're, this was my question going into the season, and now it's the question that we're seeing on Hard Knocks, and now it's the question that Aaron is talking about. Aaron is not a mobile quarterback. Aaron is not going to, to extend plays the way that a Russell Wilson or a Jalen Hurts is, is going to, to spin out and do that, Daniel Jones. It may help them that he can get it out fast, but we haven't do, – do, does he want to do that? Does he want to deal with that? He's a perfectionist. He likes things a certain way. So I can't go and say that they have everything they need because the unit to me that is essential to having success, particularly in the postseason, is not in place yet. It's interesting. I, I would say they do have all the right pieces. Now, I agree with Joy to some degree. I think they have all the right pieces, including offensive line. The question is, will you put the pieces together? There it is. Like, let's make no doubt about it. They're starting left tackle Dwayne Brown, Pro Bowler 2021. They're starting left guard Tomlinson, Pro Bowler 2021. They're starting center, second round pick out of Wisconsin. If anybody knows anything about college football, Wisconsin knows how to run the rock and block the run. Mm-hmm. Starting right guard Elijah Vera Tucker, who... Head coach Robert Sala said is a Pro Bowl talent tackle and a all pro talent guard first round pick. Makai Becton should step into that starting right tackle place. He protected Lamar Jackson when Lamar Jackson was winning Heisman's. Only reason he's not starting now, the coach don't know if he's in good enough shape because he's about 6'6", 350, 360 pounds. And to some degree, if you talk to real Jets beat writers, it seems like Sala's trying to prove a point. Mm -hmm. It's not that he's not starting talent, but it's just like, hey, we're not going to start you right now. You need to show us you can come to camp back to back days. So it seems it's more principle based than it is talent. Base. So when I think about the pieces, on, even on the O-line, I think they are right. Running back, I think they are right. Receiver, I think they're right. Defensively, y'all need no introduction there. My only question, do they have enough of the right pieces? So uh, it's yes and no for me. I know I shouldn't say this, but for the offensive line, I, I was worried about them or concerned. But then again, they are kind of banged up, right? And I think that they should be fine by time. Three starters are out right now. Yeah, so, so they're banged up, but that has a line. They always rotate till the time to go. They'll be ready to go. My real question is, the wide receiver room. Yeah. We talk about so much about Garrett Wilson. That's, that's one guy. He's still young, a lot of talent. talent. He's got to get there, but he has a lot of talent. I think he'll do well this year, but, but who else? Got Corey Davis. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's never had a thousand yards. I like Corey. Alan Lazard, I don't think that he gets that type of contract if Aaron Rodgers ain't for the Jets. He doesn't. I don't think teams are banging on the door to try to get him. Yeah. A Rod did him a favor. One of my homies, yeah, let's get him. Let's, yeah, he, he cool. He's my guy. I like, I rock with him. Uh-huh. All right, and then who else? And then McCole Hartman, I think he's a, a, a phenomenal um, speedster. A lot of talent, but never was in that role to be a number one or number two. Mm-hmm. So as much as we talk about the wide receiver or the linemen, we didn't talk about the wide receivers. I, I agree. And then, with that. and then Randall Cobb, like he's he my age, I think. And they, they, did him a solid him. Too. they did him a solid. Yeah, yo, I, I know you took my first boy, but this is my other homie. Yeah, this is my one man. More. Can you let one more in the club? So, so you, my, you got space for one more. Yeah, you know I mean, you know what that is. So, so my thing is like, yeah, yeah. I, I think they have enough talent from offense and defense. Mm-hmm. I think they have solid coaching with Salah, and I think Aaron Rodgers is a leader that they can get there. But mm-hmm. to get over the hump with this wide receivers, I was doing some homework last night. Like, yep. they don't have enough over there. James, if I'm being honest, and I'm glad we have you here for this, that's also why I had such an issue with Robert. Salah calling out the O-line. Because uh-huh. when push comes to shove, he called out the O-line on Hard Knocks this past episode. When push comes to shove, I don't think it'll be the O-line that lets him down. Mm. The Jets have a number one receiver and a whole bunch of number three receivers. And you know three. that. You should know that. You I'll know put, Alan Lazard's I'll a number three. i Corey as a two, though. You could. I think yeah. he has, he's had like an 800-yard season. Yeah. But, like, McCall, he's a three. Randall Cobb is – and Randall Cobb, you know, I like Randall Cobb. Good dude. Phenomenal human being. But Aaron Rodgers did him a solid. Yeah. So, I actually – I'm with 2-5 on that. Where you at? Mm. Um... 
Uh, well, first off, I think they got everything they got in the building, right? If you're talking about a healthy Jets football team, I think they have everything you got. You Rotation-wise, if you find a good chemistry with those big boys up front to find the right five, I think they got everything you got. The blessing about playing with a future Hall of Fame quarterback is you're not really going to play him man-to-man, right? So a lot of these receivers out there, the Corey Davis, the Randall Cobbs, the, you know, Wilson – they're going to see a lot of zone coverage because if you play 12 or AR8 man-to-man, he is going to pick you apart, and I don't care who's out there at the wide receiver spot. So I'm confident in the receivers because they are going to see a lot of zone coverage, right? And another reason they're going to see a lot of zone coverage is because you got two running backs who can tote it, mm-hmm. right? So I don't think the wide receivers and that wide receiver room will be a problem because they are going to be sitting in zones. They are going to be getting the ball on time. Aaron Rodgers is going to be getting the ball out of his hands. They are going to be making plays. So I'm not worried about that. It's not like Corey Davis got to go out here and have 1,100, right? Corey can have 800, right? Wilson can have 1,500. Alan Lazar can have another 800. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm not really necessarily worried about that. They have guys in that receiver room. When it's time to make a play, they can make a play. Here's my thing, though, Jay, is if you look at recent Super Bowl champs, mm-hmm. they all have two good receivers. Mm-hmm. Now, receiving weapons, right, because Travis Kelsey's a tight end. Okay, who, but was, you who think was about the, the Chiefs. One? You think about the Rams. You, in the Super Bowl, you had Odell Beckham, you had Cooper Cup. No, I'm saying who was the second one for the Chiefs this year? Travis Kelsey. Who, who was oh, who's one? number two? Exactly. Ah. <laughs> historically speaking. <laughs> historically speaking. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and obviously Mahomes and Andy Reid, yeah, they're yeah. different. He's special. But when you go back to the Bucks, y'all had well, y'all had about four. Yeah, but you had A B, you had Mike Evans, you had Chris Godwin, you had Gronk. My goodness. I'm just curious, and again, maybe Rogers is Maybe Rodgers and Hackett can be Mahomes and Reed, and you don't and, need a second yeah. one. And, and maybe for, that's true. And for the record, not to say he's wrong, but for the Bucks, when we beat him in the playoffs, we play man. We play man's blister. We just we shut you just, him down. You yeah, we, yeah, we shut him down. We, we play man. But the, the Airbus might not play man. We play man. Okay. So y'all, weren't, y'all weren't afraid. Yeah, nah. We're defensive nah, coordinator. Not in the playoffs. Nah. You know what I'm saying? But he, man, I'm not saying he's wrong, but say, but we play man. Carry on. I appreciate you. Sometimes that happens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Kudos to y'all. Hey, look, look. You we know? played man after the game. You see the pictures of him and Randall Cobb walking together. Man, it's, a great, it's a great ride while we last. Yeah. Are you retired? I don't know, man. It's a great ride. But we played man. Anyway, we played. Oh, good, good. Yeah. We. He was, he was on the offensive side of the ball. You know what I'm saying? Good. I got one. Joe, we play, we, play little, we play little, man. Like, man really. Good for y'all, man. Good for y'all. Hey, nobody gonna play man against Aaron Rodgers. I ain't got Aaron Rodgers. Ain't nobody gonna play man against Aaron Rodgers. With sure, we, we did. I played with 12 for eight years. He ain't gonna see too much man. Hey, they had the first kudos, seed. Kudos, kudos to them Enjoy. for playing some man because in that game, Aaron Rodgers missed a bunch of throws in man-to-man coverage that was wide open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And third, and third, Nate. Hey, and hey, third, Joy. That's they all had the number one seed. You know? We can't beat them. Number one seed? Devontae Adams over there? Ain't no way to play man against them. Yeah, y'all shouldn't have won, but y'all did. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? I, I apologize, America. That's what happens when you let two alphas in the same room at the same time. Oh, they both got Super Bowl rings. Coming up, should Brock Purdy, Tua Tungabailua, and Josh Allen play in the preseason, or should they sit out? That is next. This is heat up. Speak on me. Let me this year. It's going to be lit. Let me go look at the tape. Uh, what's that? Let me oh, see yeah. Play, man. 
right, family, we are in our hurry-up offense. Got to keep this one tight. Kyle Shanahan, he said Brock Purdy could play a series or two in the 49ers preseason game tomorrow. Don't forget, Purdy coming off an elbow injury. James, I'm coming to you first. Yeah. Should Brock Purdy play in the preseason or no? Absolutely. We're talking about a young quarterback. You need to get out there. You done played eight games, right? You got hurt in the playoffs. So I need I need to see you play. I need to see if this, this elbow is healing the right way. I need to see you get out there and go and look consistent for a couple drives. You've heard of the 10,000-hour rule? Mm-hmm. Be an expert. Yeah, Brock Purdy has 263 minutes. Mm. So that ain't quite, that ain't quite there yet. Yeah, yes, he know. needs to play. Yeah. He's very young. He needs to play. Yeah. I would play him. I mean, was he, he hasn't shown us anything yet, right? He had some good years last year, but it's not a true year, you know? So I, I, I want to see him get out there and play. He's been there injured, the injury. How did he develop? Let's see him play. I disagree with everybody. I wouldn't play him only because at this point, I'm really to some degree still worried about the elbow. I trust Brock Purdy's intellect. I don't need him to see more defenses. I need to see more rest until it actually, actually matters. Well, moving on to Mike McDaniel's Miami Dolphins. He said that Tua Tungavailoa is going to see some time in the preseason. Remember, Tua missed five games last season, including a playoff loss to the Buffalo Bills. James Jones, Tua, should he play in the preseason or no? No. And this one a little different for me, right? We all seen the type of injuries he took last year. I don't want to see him out there until week one because I don't even want to risk him getting a sack, getting any of that. I need him healthy and ready to go for week one. I wouldn't play him. I like this series. Just, just get a little tune-up in. Get out there, feel good. Get the last bit in before the season starts. I, I, I mean, you can't bubble wrap. I hear you. Yeah. But I think a series is fine. I would play him for a series. Hey, man, if you can't play and stay on your feet, you know, not bang your head, you shouldn't be playing this game. I think he needs to play. Get back to the live bullets. Hands by your face, you know, no, um, um, looking for your reads. All these type of things that you're used to in a real game. I got to see it. I put Tua in the same category as Brock Purdy. I don't want Tua to play either, Mm. only because of a health concern. Like, imagine if Tua goes in there and doesn't even get a concussion. Imagine if he just does something nonsensical to get hurt. You know what I mean? Like, trips over this person, trips over that person. Though it could happen in week one, I get it. Acho, you can get hurt at any point in time. Trust me, I know. Tore my MCL my rookie year against the Packers in Lambeau in a preseason game. But I wouldn't play Tua either because I trust him cerebrally. Let's move to maybe the most talented of all these quarterbacks, Josh Allen. See, the Bills starters are actually expected to play in tomorrow's preseason game. Keep in mind, Josh Allen led the league with 19 turnovers last year. I'm just reading the prompter. I am just reading the teleprompter, America. James Jones, should Josh Allen play in the preseason or no? Yeah, he might need a whole half, maybe into the third quarter a little bit. He led the league in turnovers. Um, No. Um, Yes, absolutely. I think he should go out there. It's been too much happening this offseason, right? So him and Stephon Diggs and those boys need to go out there, get on the same page, feel good about themselves. The last time they was out there, they weren't that good against Joey B and the Cincinnati Bengals. Go out there, do what y'all do for a drive, a series, whatever you're going to be out there for, but I want to see him spin it. Into the second quarter? I mean, I don't know if they need all that. No, I'm, I'm joking about that. Oh, okay. wanna, No, I mean, that's, that's what they're saying. Oh. They want to play their starters into the second oh. quarter. I don't think that's necessary. I think two series, get out there, look good, get the flow going. I, I agree. It's been a little bit of a shaky offseason, yeah. and he did turn the ball over a lot, but you're not going to get that out of your system in a preseason game. Just go out there, get a couple good series in, and, and get him out of there. You want to talk about injury and, and the season going sideways. You don't want anything to happen to him. Sit your franchise quarterback down, right? He doesn't need to play this game. I mean, J- James knows a lot about quarterbacks. He said that Josh Allen's a top three quarterback in the league, and I truly <laughs> believe that. Why would you put your top three quarterback out there on the field? Why would we do that? We I know mean, what he, we know what he the, is. You put the number we one know quarterback what he is. in the national. So my thing is, I, I think he needs to take his seat, learn, you know, be a coach, get some fly seats, 
and chill. <laughs> so all real, you not worried about the way he played last year, turning the ball over? You wouldn't want him to go out there and play? Nah. Be good? Top three, right? I'm just saying. Here's what, what's too. funny to me is I think Sean McDermott is worried about what you're worried about. Yeah. That's why Josh Allen is playing. I think Sean McDermott hasn't forgotten 2019 week one. Josh Allen goes out there versus the Jets, two interceptions, two fumbles. Now, because Josh Allen is so physically talented and because the Bills are so much better than the Jets, especially at that point, they still won the game. But with Josh Allen, when you're that physically talented, oftentimes you can forget about certain aspects of the game that other players that aren't as physically talented don't have the luxury to do. Tua doesn't have the luxury to not be sharp. Because if Tua's not sharp, he has nothing else. Yeah. He does not have legs. He does not have power to run you over. He has mobility and pocket awareness, but Tua has to be mentally sharp. Brock Purdy has to be mentally sharp. Josh Allen, you saw him last year against the Jets. He throw a pick, throw a pick, and he's like, yeah, I'm still going to turn it on. Yeah. I think it was maybe against the Vikings, if I'm not mistaken. But bombs away, bombs away, then throws a lazy pick. I think Josh Allen is just so good. You got it. Y'all want to sharpen my things. Like, I get it. He turned the ball over. He shouldn't do that. I understand that. But he's that darn good where it don't really matter. It truly don't really matter. Look at a guy like like Brett Favre. You probably you play, you play, you play So it's like Brett threw a lot of picks. He was that good that hey, look, we want we're gonna take the bad, and the good. we're gonna take all this good, we're gonna take all this good, yeah. and we're gonna play with him. Yeah. So if you know that about Josh, Josh Allen, why are we playing this you game? You just can't do that against the good football yeah, team. I think Shady, that's when, that's when Shady, you, you, you make a great point. That I don't think is enough of the point that people realize when like, how come y'all don't care about Josh's picks or Josh's turnovers? Cause there's so much good. Yeah, I mean the, the, the ceiling is so high for Josh Allen, so you're uh, going to take that. You're not going to bench him. But you're not going to beat the Patrick Mahomes, the Joe Burrows, yeah. if you play in the type yeah. of football yeah. turning I mean, I the ball you over. At this, like, turnovers are turnovers. They're never a good thing. Oh, right. But I, I do think that it's more about how, how well you can play while turning the ball over and what that style comes down to. No, you're not going to beat the best teams. But if Dak Prescott turns the ball over, it's over. Like, then it's just, yeah, it's don't just have, done. Yeah, his ceiling's so, like... So he can't, he can't, and I know that's what we're, like, not saying, but that's what we're talking about here. When Dak turns it over, you lose the game. He is losing the game. Josh is trying to win the game and making the mistakes. Well, when we return, another nemesis of Josh Allen is Joe Burrow, but it sounds like he will be on season two of Netflix's quarterback. What do we expect to see from him? Are we excited? Joe Burrow, huge name. Can't wait to discuss it next on these little things. Let's get to our two-minute drill. Samo Sianjal, former Bengal Boomer Siasin, says it sounds like Joe Burrow is doing season two of Netflix's show Quarterback. I have been waiting for this after hearing so many players turn it down. Justin yeah. Fields, I think, turned it down. Jalen Hurts turned it down. Maybe Herbert turned it down. Shay, are you excited to see Joe Burrow behind yeah. the scenes? I think Joe Burrow is one of the best players in this league. Super cool, a lot of swag. Um, I love to see how he prepares for games. How he probably practice? What's he doing his off time? He's the type of guy that not only myself, but a lot of the world will want to know yeah. about Joe Burrow. Yeah, I absolutely love it, right? People don't all do respect to the backups and all that type of stuff. They're not really worried about them. Whenever you can get your superstars in the National Football League to be on the show, everybody's going to want to see what Joey B doing. Shady, you hit the nail on the head, man. People going to fall in love with Joe Burrow. Right I spent a little bit of time with him. I think it was last year, July 4th, out there at Mark Sanchez's house, um, and he just oozes confidence. Yeah. Like, we overused the word swagger. I hated it, especially in the early 10s, but Joe Burrow, he just got a different type of vibe. Factor, he got that hit factor. Like, Joe Burrow's not the most talented quarterback when you want to talk about just pure physical ability but he has it no question oh, nice number one overall pick afc championship twice in the super bowl 
Come on, man. Yeah, I rock with, I rock with Joey B. You know what's crazy? People don't realize every time Joe Burrow's healthy, AFC Championship game. Like, we talk about the Chiefs as we should, five straight yeah. AFC Championship games, but Joe Burrow's gone to two in his two healthy seasons. Yeah. His rookie year, he didn't go. He was a rookie and got hurt. Mm. Yo, that's it for us, family. We appreciate y'all. Have a great weekend. We're off next week.